the Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. Good evening and welcome to Desert Island Discs. I'm Flavia Tumsime and I'm privileged that this evening I'll be hosting a friend, a mentor as well, who's uh, helped me when it comes to business and leadership. She's probably one of the most recognized faces in mentorship and leadership and business in this country. And her family name, well, reigns very highly in sports spheres. She has been a medical doctor and practiced actively for many, many years until she retired that end of her life to then sit in Cran Beverages, who are the makers of Pepsi in Uganda, as not just a shareholder, but also marketing director, leaving that to then become the head of the Uganda Investment Authority in this country. And during her tenure, made very many great relationships and investments in the country. Today, she calls herself a farmer, <laughs> but she also sits on the board of many organizations that support leadership and mentorship, including Akina Mamawa Africa. It's Dr. Maggie Chigozi. You're retired out of which part of life now? Because <laughs> technically you're still busy. You're still a busy bee, yes. but you're out of active workforce. Is it? Eight to five, maybe. I am a farmer. Boots on all, the whole... No. <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, more really often. <laughs> Once in a while. Yeah. I am, uh, you know, one of the owners of Pepsi. Yes. So that one's bored, more bored. Yeah, meetings, more bored. But yeah. sometimes you do have issues that uh, can keep you on the quite ground. busy. Yeah, they mm. need you on the ground. And uh, yes, I sit on a number of boards. Yes. Uh, and CBA is a bank board and banks are really tricky. Yeah. There's a lot of overseeing in banks. And you're also still doing a lot of the active um, helping out for women in business, you know, supporting their role with mentorship and yes. holding hands. Yes, I do that. Uh, we're not only women in business, but women in general. Oh, and right. girls. Yes, yes. A lot in leadership. Mm-hmm. I chair an organization called Akina Mama Africa. I know that one, yes. Which is a leadership yeah, training. It's been here for, also, for years. Yes, mm. advocacy and uh, you know, African Union, United mm-hmm. Nations, uh, Uganda, you, you, you know, lobby yeah. for the whole of Africa. Wow. So, yeah. That's well, you're out of eight to five, but to, be, to me, you're still busy. <laughs> you're quite busy. I'm trying to now let go of these mm, other ones, right. one by one. Right. I think I've already gotten rid of four. Wow. Yes, and uh, going ahead. I want you to think back on your childhood mm-hmm. and take us at any point in your childhood so that we can start your story. Yes, I was born in Fort Porto. Oh, beautiful city. Yeah. I had to be born Fresh in the best air. one. Oh. Yes. Um, but then moved back to Kampala quite quickly. Aga Khan Primary School. Uh, I have four brothers. Yes. Absolutely no sisters. So <laughs> was very You're the girl a, amongst boys. Yes, but they made me a tomboy. Oh. Rather than a, a girl. Wait, you, they, you have, you're in the middle. Yes. It was interesting. Mm. Interesting, you know, riding bikes and they don't mind if you fall down and climbing <laughs> trees. Yes, so we had fun. Yeah. Yeah, grew up pretty fast in Kampala. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I grew up. It used to be a village. I was about to say, is it any different? Was it any different from what it is today? It's totally different. I get lost now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It was a forest. Yeah, there were forests. And we were scared there were tigers in there. Supposedly tigers Mm. in the forest. We didn't see any. (laughs) Just myths. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So from Agakan, went to Gaiaza High School. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. for me was the place that actually made me a girl. Right. Made me remember I was a girl. (laughs) to change my so behavior. so it went at home even like mom and dad weren't bothered by you being a tomboy or trying my to my mom was even worse than me oh dear she was a tomboy oh with dear. a capital T <laughs> used to play football for the local village team when she was young that level of tomboy okay yes, we get I it now I didn't quite get that far <laughs> and she would be the one driving the, the car the, the, the engineering car the car that wow. follows that super fast ride driver. I can see I should have supported you being a tomboy. You come from a popular family when it comes to sport. Yes. And is it sport and business or mainly sport? It's mainly sport. Mm. I think I'm the first one to venture, to venture into, into business. business. Yeah. And then navio into music. Ah. So basically it was sports, 100%. Yes. My brothers played football. They mm. played rugby. The mainly the big sport was motorcycle And racing. is this not just from your parents, it's from your grandparents? No, my grandparents uh, were English. 
my grandfathers both. One was a captain in the British Army mm. uh, that came to Uganda. Right. And I don't blame them. If I came to Uganda, that was it. They stayed from those <laughs> wintry countries. I probably would have stayed myself. Mm. So I do understand why mm. they stayed. And my other one came as a, a white hunter. These were people who brought hunters and, uh, you know, enabled them to shoot whatever they were shooting, mm-hmm. which is not nice now, but I guess at that time it didn't matter. Mm. And he as well married here and stayed here. Wow. My grandmothers were both Baganda. Mm, okay. Yes. So the Ugandan side is side Yamama. Yamama and Tat. So that's us. Wow. Uh, you know. Mixed. Motocross. I don't think I would be strong enough as a parent to watch a child, <laughs> even if it was just the bikes, even if it was just the cars, anything too fast. Yes. I don't think I'd have the heart for it. <laughs> I don't know how your family manages to just enjoy it rather than be scared. I know. My husband would have nothing to do with it. <laughs> my brother had already had his accident. Arthur Blake was mm. in a wheelchair. Yeah. And then I came up and said, okay, Fred is now five. He can he's, ready. he's ready. He's <laughs> ready. Uh, I can see how that conversation yeah. went. <laughs> oh no, it didn't go very far. Absolutely no way. You want him to sit in a wheelchair like oh your brother? Yeah. End of the story. But your brother also did not let go of his love for the sport. No. Although I'm imagining that wouldn't have been a conversation in the family to say this. We don't like this sport anymore. Look at what it's done. No, they yeah. don't. And now Arthur Junior has injured his arm. So it is continuing, yeah. even the injuries are continuing. Wow, if you I look at it that way, I guess. The youngest <laughs> generation will do something else. There are mm. some more less safe, traumatic, <laughs> less expensive sports. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. What's your first song choice? Ah, I think I'll go with my, my favorite lady, Joanita Kawalia. Uh, and the song is a fairly old one, but okay. yeah, always a favorite. Jimua. <laughs> Lovely.
Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. It's Desert Island Discs and I'm joined by Dr. Maggie Chigozi. Um, as she mentioned in the beginning, the 8 to 5 or 8 to whatever would have stopped, but she's on the board of a couple of places. I, I love the Akina Mama Africa, especially if you've been a woman in any circle of business or leadership, you've met her. <laughs> she's And one thing I like about you, Dr. Maggie Chigozi, is the fact that you're you're willing and open to joining. I remember years ago when I organized a luncheon for young ladies, you know, you know, out of university into adulthood to say, what do we need to equip ourselves with? I made one phone call and that was it and you showed up. And so I love the willingness you're willing to just add on to, you know, the young women. That impact will not go unnoticed. So thank you. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so welcome and I hope some of what I said is, yeah. is oh, helping still, you to till today, till today. Well. <laughs> you must be proud. See, till today oh, it's yeah, working. I'm very proud. You, Plus all the girls that you brought along. Yes. They really, just you. It wasn't just me indeed. You said Gayaza is yes. what actually turned you, as you said, into a girl. Yes. It, it, because also I'm assuming, I think there's another guest I've had on here who said that Gayaza is where they had to find themselves. Because they took themselves there as a loner doing your own things and then you had to learn teamwork and learn this and that. So I think it's such a formative school and I like that. But tell us about, you know, you're, you've gone there, it's your first day and <laughs> I'm not quite sure if it was as blissful as it was later. Uh, no, the first day wasn't that blissful. <laughs> first of all, the bathroom is shared. Yeah. So that was a, a difficult one, but mm. it only took about a week and then we were... <laughs> you adjusted. We adjusted. Yeah. yeah it was, and had fun chatting in the bathroom. Why not? Imagine. Um, but uh, well, among the things it taught me was to be serious about education. Right. Yeah, I could always pass my exams without trying very hard, so I never did try. Mm. And so when I got to Gayaza, they're serious. They're serious. They're very good teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did well. The other thing that Gayaza gave me was sports. Right. Miss Cutler was our teacher, and she always brought the best coach in Uganda for her girls at school. So wow. we had the best athletics coach. I couldn't do athletics, so I would not <laughs> pretend. But tennis court, mm. we'd go and coach in Namlonge with the number one woman in Uganda. You know, all these other sports. So I've always been able to play any, any ball game that mm. I put my mind to. She did that for us. So right. we, were, yeah, we yeah. were excelling in the sports fields. Mm. The other thing Gayaza gave you is religion. I came from a home where my father was Anglican. Mm-hmm. My mother was Catholic, mm. and they were never able to agree on what <laughs> the children should the take. children go. <laughs> so they took us to the cinema. What, on, what? On Sunday morning, yes, my father would be going to Namirembe, my mother would be going to Christ the King, and they would drop us at the cinema or the swimming pool. So religion was... <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Well, not wow! We grew wow! Up with. They didn't involve the children in these problems. They said, "You go to yours, I go to mine. Let them enjoy an activity, and we'll meet halfway." They will decide, pro and pro, and we did decide. Okay. Some of us are married Anglican, like I did. Others married Catholics, like so everybody Catholic. went their way. We actually went our way. Yeah, we made our choices um, eventually. But so, what, when you say re- it taught you religion, what yes. you mean is like a connection to God, is what you mean? Yes, yes, yeah. a connection to God and uh, reading the Bible. Of course, we had to read the Bible from beginning to end <laughs> during wow. the religious knowledge classes, and in chapel every morning, and wow. um, then singing always before praying before meals. Uh, so there was a lot of religion that I only could have got in Gayaza because the other schools I went to. Aga Khan School. Yeah. I also did go back to Kololo Secondary School for A-Levels. And then Makerere University, there's no time for yeah, religion so there. I, I can see how that no. was the formative. So for me, Gayaza did that for me. Mm. Um, and I came out with some principles that have guided my life from Gayaza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Maggie we see today is friendly, has a smile on her face, easily adaptable to every society. Was that you in school as well? Easily made friends with everyone's buddy. <laughs> I think that is that that is me. That mm. is me. I, I I I have my father's character. He was like that. Right. My mom was a little bit tougher and more serious. <laughs> I like people. Well, I trust you until you lose. 
Oh, you, you prove otherwise. Me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it now. You're one of those. You I give am. everybody a chance until yes. they give you a reason not to trust them. Right. Okay. Okay, so I can hear you went to Gaza, then to Kolo Secondary School. Was that a choice? Well, it was a difficult one. I never could fit in too well into boarding school. It was still challenging. Mm. Although I was there for four years, yeah. but my parents did okay. not want a teenage daughter out in day schools, uh, which, mm. which is where I would have loved to be. I was a very good tennis player, so opportunity to go to Lugogo, prove my tennis mm. for me that would, was my dream. But they would not allow that, so I did put in an apply to go to Namagunga for my A-levels. But Miss Cox did not give me a... Well, she gave me a recommendation <laughs> as she saw best. Now that I know myself, she right. was absolutely right. <laughs> she said she should go to a day school. Mm. Uh, Which was your preference anyway? Mine, but not my parents. Yeah. So, uh, yes, they, I was at home and I get this uh, letter that, you know, you've been up... Uh, you're going to Kololo Secondary School. Mm. My mother nearly fainted. Mm. She went around to the ministry, begging here and begging there. They did give me Nabingo. I'm a Gayaza girl. You don't go from Gayaza to, to Nabingo. <laughs> okay, Nabingo okay. girls, you're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but she said it. <laughs> so I managed to persuade my mother that it's okay. I'll go, I'll go to Kololo and I, I will pass. In the end, they let me stay. And I was okay. I was being late for school. I had to get a bus. My father would work on and off. He was in the Ministry of Works. Mm -hmm. So he would be worked in Masindi, in Jinja, and in Kampala. Occasionally he's in Kampala, so he can drop you at school and pick you. But most times not. So going by a bus, the first time I was really late most of the time in the morning. And this was by bus from where? From where you get it? To Kololo. To Lugogo, where then you walk across to To the school. To Kololo, yes. Mm. So when I did that, they gave us some money. They gave us boom of some kind mm-hmm. if you were in a day school. So I bought a motorcycle. Of all things. <laughs> yes. And then I was always on time. I was the only female in the whole of Uganda. That was right. Imagine Uganda. Not even just a school. In <laughs> Uganda. <laughs> Uganda. <laughs> what, so you would even do competitions as you were saying yes, that when... Yes. I, I, because I rode all the time, I was really, really good, mm, I suppose. Yeah. I was riding every day, not just training for a race. So, and I could beat most of the men as well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my word. And, and so you made a choice because you went to Macquarie University. Back then, Macquarie University was the place. Was the one and only. Was the one and only. Unless was the you place went to, to some other country. And even that was, I don't know, my parents probably couldn't afford it. Mm. My father worked for government all of his life uh, in the Ministry of Works. Mm. My mother made clothes. She made beautiful clothes, mm. I must say. She as well was earning, but uh, definitely couldn't afford yeah. sending you to the UK or wherever. Mm. Yeah. So my career was perfect. Uh, you knew what you wanted to do at my career. Mm, did I have a choice? <laughs> I didn't. My father told me when I was in nursery school that I should be a doctor. I don't disappoint my dad. <laughs> he wanted you to be. You had to be. I had to be. Yeah, but that's in nursery. It's a conversation you have with a young child. I mean, how were you to remember and keep that hope alive? I think he must have been reminding me. Oh dear, subconscious, just throwing it in there. There you are. You did your science as well, doctor. You're okay, doctor, doctor, mm-hmm. coming along. Mm-hmm. I discovered later the European side of yeah. his family were doctors. Oh. Even there's one alive in in Australia. Right. So they had a family in which doctors, you know, I guess he just liked it. Mm. So I really had no choice. But your brothers, none of them ended up that way. No, my eldest brother was a vet. Mm. Second, Arthur is an agriculturalist. And the two young ones were a bit crazy. They they, (laughs) (laughs) they were mechanics. Okay, so as a medical doctor, I think this is the part of your life that I actually never got to know. I didn't know know you practiced for that long. I did. I did in Zambia for a few years. Well, during Amin's time, my husband had to leave. Mm -hmm. So I followed him and uh, we worked in Zambia for a few years. Right. We tried to come back. Then Obote 2 happened. So we stayed in Nairobi then until 86. Then we came back with President Museveni mm. during, during that regime. And yeah, we've been here oh, since wow. then. What's your second song choice? Hands Across the World. 
yes, yes. Two Face and a Dice Prince, a couple of artists. Beautiful song, Beautiful. great meaning as well. Yeah, at a time when I think uh, uh, we had hunger in uh, in Ethiopia. Yeah. yeah so we still have hunger in Ethiopia, and that's sad. We still have wars all over the place. I don't know what's wrong with us in Africa. It's the mindset. We have riches and abundance everywhere. It's just that we think of riches as one thing. Paper. <laughs> paper and politics. And, yeah, there you go. PNP, paper and politics. Yeah. I'm reaching out to the poor people, the sick and the low. I'm reaching out to the fortunate who can build them homes. I'm reaching out to the one who seems to have lost their way. And I'm calling on all the ones who can show them a brighter day. It's Desert Island Discs. We just listened to Hands Across the World and uh, also has Navio, <laughs> who happens to be, yes, you get the connection. Dr. Maggie Chigozi is here and we'll get to that conversation of Navio later on. I had missed, because I've, I've known your story and I've interacted with you many times, I've always missed that story of where you actually practiced as a medical doctor because I skipped the story of you and Pepsi. But that's a story after um, your husband had passed. Yes. How do you meet the two of you? Because I played tennis uh, when uh, I was at school, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were the junior champions. <laughs> Gaiaza would really train as wow. well. So uh, BAT used to sponsor a lot of the tennis, even the junior tennis, imagine, cigarettes and junior tennis. <laughs> they used to sponsor us. Yeah. So they offered me a job at reception. And my husband was the assistant chief engineer. Oh, wow. In BAT. And you were at the front desk. I was at the front. <laughs> I was on the telephone. Make, 
So I, he just, I just noticed he was making way too many phone calls. Mm. <laughs> asking important questions or just random? Random asking for numbers I think that he didn't really need. <laughs> just to hear your voice. That's where we met. Oh, wow. He was a Budonian. Like my dad. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of similarities. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, never looked back after that. I can see how you had caught his eye clearly with the phone calls, but had he caught your eye? I mean, did you think, okay, he's not bad? Yeah, yeah he's not. If, if you want to know who he looks like, it's Navio. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's where the romance starts. And at this point, you're going to go to medical school. I am, yes. Mm, yes. Which is so, not as easy it takes lots of your time when do you both decide this is a thing we get hitched we take this on i think it was serious actually right from the word go wow we were sort of a perfect match um he was a cricketer i was a tennis player mm. and uh, a, a lot of similarities it was budo i was gayaza that seems to be uh, the a, thing the thing to yeah. me throughout medical school he had to wait of course immediately afterwards we got married uh, had three children. Yes. You have two boys and a girl. Yes. I'm not sure if that everybody knows about the girl. No, <laughs> no one does. They don't know about Freddie much either. Really? Oh, okay. I, I take it for granted that I know them. So you I guess. <laughs> okay. So you had three children. So it's Freddie, it's uh, Michelle. Michelle and then D- Navio. Danny. Yeah. Danny. Um, this is where I think most people get to hear of you, right? So tell me about it because from when I, I heard the story, it, they made it look like here she was, a medical doctor, doing her own thing, thriving in her own journey and career. And unfortunately, when he passed, she had to be th- thrust into the business world. That's true. Is it? <laughs> that is true. That's absolutely wow. true. I was working at Parliament. Mm-hmm. It's a clinic. Mm-hmm. We look after the, the, the MPs, the honorables, the, yeah. the senior officers of the army and everyone who works in parliament. Right. You know, it was okay. We're living in, in Entebbe because my husband was working. Ministry of Works. Mm-hmm. Went through this five years at, at, at medical school mm-hmm. and then uh, I had Freddie. He had to leave and go to Zambia. He left BAT and joined the Uganda Breweries. UBL, yes. Which is a great employer, really. Mm. So he, they're very good employers. Idi Amin uh, was looking out for him. They said he made bad beer oh. for the army. The army beer had a different bottle top. Mm-hmm. So maybe there was one bottle that had something. I don't know. He couldn't have made bad beer. I don't think so. Mm. But anyway, so he had to leave the country. Mm-hmm. And Luckily, the brewery just plucks you from here and employs you somewhere in else. Zambia. Mm. So I, I had to finish my internship. When I finished, I, I went and joined him. Mm. It was difficult because I'm a doctor mm-hmm. and doctors were leaving. So and then you were going was there. very was yeah. very suspicious mm. and they were checking people who were leaving. But because I went so often to Kenya to play various, the various games mm. I played, at times it's table tennis. So the people who work at the were not suspicious because they see you all the time and the they time. just assume this time I also had my baby mm. but still they didn't worry about it I just uh, go right yeah so I went mm. I went quite safely no problem and you joined him there and then you also practiced there I practiced really. yes the beauty of having a medical degree from Mulago Hospital mm-hmm. is they'll employ you anywhere, anywhere. they really? used to like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> times, so might, times might have changed might now. have changed a bit mm. but at that time it would employ you straight away Worked in a children's hospital oh. in Andola, which was near where he was working in the brewery. Mm-hmm. Our lives are so entwined with the politics of Uganda. Mm. So they invited him back to run the brewery. Right. He had left as chief engineer. At the time, At yeah. the time. Now he came back and the, he was offered to be the, the, the managing director. Gen- okay. So he came back, but he still didn't trust the politics of the country. So we stayed in Kenya. Um, I stayed for a while and then I decided to start working. So I was also working in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. Back he comes. And then actually Bote came back. They needed that job at the brewery for Politi- party. The party. politics. Yeah, politics. <laughs> so somebody yeah. from the party, mm. uh, UPC. So what I see is my husband arriving back in Nairobi. Oh dear. Mm. Luckily, Uganda breweries. He just settles right in and goes off to work. Mm. And we stay there until 1986. Mm-hmm. We were part of the outside wing that helped here. President Seveni, wherever he was. 
uh, to come back. Mm-hmm. So when he did take over, uh, my husband came back as well and uh, was the Minister of Works. I was the one who was really is very apolitical, <laughs> but uh, my husband was chose a side and mm. he supported. He was in Nairobi, but supported financially, supported. Mm. President Museven, if you read his book, there's a page yes. when he talks about my cup of tea. I made him a cup of tea because they brought him early in the morning to my house mm. and gave him some. I could have a nice bath and then have a cup of tea. So as as could Kagame and the Mrs. Uh, yeah. a number of others who were with with them that yeah. had been brought to Nairobi. Yeah, so I, that was the only time I came close to politics, mm. uh, <laughs> making tea, for. supporting your husband's <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yes. yes. But then, so when it came to coming back, now they were back. Mm. Uh, he came back as a minister. As a minister for mm. the first term. Mm. Five years, and then yes. then he went into business. So then mm. they were able to, in a partnership with uh, Emerson Zay and Chris yes. Kayoboke, who are my partners right now. Yes, Pepsi was one of the government companies that were privatized. At the time, yeah. So the three of them won the bid. My husband brought a lot of experience in uh, in running a similar factory, which is yes. the brewery, and then these two were able to contribute financially, and uh, the three of them were able to take over the company. Right. Yeah, so that's where we were. He was running that company when he mm-hmm. did get the heart attack. Mm. By then I had three children. Oh. Avia was now born. He was born in Nairobi. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I had to make some difficult choices. But I mean, at, at that until that point when unfortunately passed on had you had any interaction with the business or were you welcome back from how was your day great (laughs) i enjoyed yeah great exactly (laughs) and i say that to all the women i talked and the men i talked to if your partner is doing something find out about it you're the you said that to me years ago (laughs) i kept that close yeah you you, that and then the second thing you told us was if you're married please both know what do we have don't get surprised when he dies or she dies you have to know what are we running what do we have how many shares who does what who takes care of it's you who had that conversation with us i never forget that and i hope your friends didn't forget it yeah it's really important a lot of the other women who have gone through similar circumstances have no property. They mm. kick them out of the house and yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So I went to the company, started working. I learned. On so the job. The beauty of being <laughs> on the job is you learn even better because you learn it and you see it practiced. I think for me, I just worked very hard. My father should have let me do business from the word go. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you thrived. You said, I, I should have just started here in the yeah, beginning. Here. Interesting. What yeah. would be your third song choice right now? Mm-hmm. I want to listen to Whitney Houston. Okay. I will always love you. Beautiful song. Yeah. Probably a bit perfect right now for the discussion we just had. Yeah. Part of the conversation. <laughs> Don't cry. We 
both know I'm not what you, you need And I will always love you I will always love FM, fresh hits for Uganda. Desert Island Discs, the late Whitney Houston, I will always love you. I feel like uh, even when that song is just starting to beat, there's nobody who can't recognize the sound of that song and even sing along to it. Would you say that that joining Crown Beverages, do you feel like that was the pivot? You are right. Dad should have just let you do business <laughs> because here you are now in one way or another in a happy place. You yes. know, you enjoyed, yes, medicine, but you were thriving here. Yes. Yeah. Medicine had actually become very difficult, mm-hmm. HIV AIDS. We had no answer. Patient comes, this week he has cough, next week he has fever, the other week he, fourth dead. Week he's dead. Mm-hmm. So it really was most, most discouraging. Mm. So uh, I didn't mind moving away from <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a little bit unfair, all that training, but I'd yeah. worked for 17 years. I think that was enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So got there and found it interesting, you know, marketing. I had a lot to learn. Because now you were a marketing director yes. at that point. That's the difference. I didn't have to start a, you know, a small position. Yeah, I was a shareholder. <laughs> straight <laughs> shareholder and marketing director. director. That's good. Yeah. So started at the top, but my lack of knowledge was, was pretty obvious. Mm. So I went to Makere. Uh, Professor Balunwa was uh, oh, at yes. the Department of Commerce. They had some short courses. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I was able to do entrepreneurship. Interesting. To do marketing, customer care. I, I actually did each and every course they had. Wow. Starting at five. So I would work the whole day and then go and then really? for two hours or so do a short course uh, for a week or two weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, by the end, I actually, especially finance. Oh. I was looking at these figures and I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so did finance and non-finance managers. And yes, I began to understand what was happening. Mm. And, uh, so for the next six years, mm-hmm. I was at Crown Beverages. Right. Um, we were growing slowly. Mm. And I was also at UMA. Yes. Samarana had invited me. Really wanted to have some women on his board. Not many women are in manufacturing, mm-hmm. so he invited me, and I was voted in, and uh, I, I I joined, and I learned so much there. Mm-hmm. I met such interesting people in business. Really, you know, all the big manufacturers uh, were there, mm. and uh, they were all very eager to teach and to, to share good, experiences. Good. And there was a lot of training for the local business community that we were able to do. So for the six years, mm. at UMA and at Pepsi, um, I, I, I enjoyed it. and I learned a lot. Yeah. Then it, there was an opportunity when uh, the executive director position of Uganda Investment... I was about to ask when that when actually that started. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was six years after I had joined Pepsi. Ah. That it came up. And 
uh, by then the company was stable we had good managers so really the directors is not your role yeah to sit in a company now you let go stop micromanaging and let it fly on its own i exactly. get you exactly so i left uh, no i did not leave i applied for the other one applied yes hmm. yeah they had <laughs> over 70 applicants hmm. some from the diaspora some from other countries three of us were selected mm-hmm. i had the the advantage of most people in Uganda yeah. in that I had 6 years of private sector experience mm-hmm. that position really needed private sector experience uh, you needed a degree which i had mm. uh, medicine is a priority sector for Uganda we were trying to attract more and more hospitals which we have done and you know three names were taken to president Museveni him to look at mm-hmm. and where did the tea maker I was about to say the person who made the nice <laughs> cup of tea <laughs> yeah I sincerely hope it's not because of the cup of tea but anyway <laughs> I think the proof is in the work right later on maybe it's maybe the door to be opened could have been that you never yeah. know yeah and uh, I got the job so for 11 years I was at wow idiot and that's the time i think i came to talk yes to yes yes absolutely yes. that's that's when we met and i mean that's why i say that for a long time that's that's all we knew you for you yes. know because there were a big chunk of the years you'd worked there and the impact was so great yes. <laughs> that i think even till today that's what people will liken you to more than any of the other roles in fact people forget that you served six years you know at pepsi as marketing director <laughs> or even at uma and yeah. these were what what did you find at the investment authority i mean weren't you necessarily building most of the things from scratch um no there was quite a good team we had had a previous executive director rubagumia um and he'd set up a you know a good institution with some very you know competent people yeah but it's quite small grew a little bit with my time and uh, so i actually at the beginning just like in crown mm. i learned a lot from them rather than <laughs> the other way around i only had the ex- private sector experience that they didn't have mm. maybe the medical none of them was actually medical but uh, i learned a lot from them as well so for me it's i learn from anyone Yeah, learn from everybody. Got to, I think that's something we can all you take can from all here. From elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and we had donors who were really willing to train us. Mm. Get a lot of training. So yes, I was able to attract a lot of investment. Ugandans were investing, foreigners were investing. We had new countries like China begin to invest here. Uh historically it was mainly UK and the Indians who were investing in Uganda. but we were able to to attract other many other um countries mm. and the ugandans themselves were beginning to 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 invest so yeah um very interesting i traveled the whole world mm. i met nice. a lot of, that's a nice job mm. a nice job i met a lot of people Uh, Bill Gates you know, the kind of people oh, wow. I'm talking about <laughs> Oh well I thought you just met people no, <laughs> you met I Bill met Gates people, P, <laughs> with a capital P Yeah I met presidents yeah. we you know African presidents we were beginning to do the African thing yeah. the East African partnerships and yeah. Uh, yeah and then the African um you know so we actually met almost all the presidents around in 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 Africa and in you know America and wherever So very interesting job so anybody who's listening today mm. if you have an opportunity to get that job mm-hmm. that's an interesting job wow I, i i remember when um your son Navio well Danny but stage name being Navio was coming up i think that was years ago he was still in school with Clearcut Yes. You know, just his buddies. Yes. Rapping. Yeah, it's a passion. Playing and, around. Yeah, they were playing around. <laughs> put a song out, it became a hit. Yeah. They're like, "Wait. It's our passion and we like to do it." And then people said, "Wait, whose mother is that?" <laughs> no way. That's going to happen. <laughs> and I think it was the fact that a lot of parents back in the day would not have been okay with their child singing, let alone rapping. <laughs> so I I don't know how that conversation happened with you or did you at first think oh he'll outgrow it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, it, it, it was a bit of a shock. Yeah. But remember my doctorship. Mm. You know, I I had 
experienced parents. You I did it for daddy. I didn't want to be one of those ones where Navio became a doctor for me. For mommy, yeah. So he wanted to sing and he had started very early. Hope Mukasa made and Steve Jean helped him make his first CD when he was about 12. Oh, yes. They used to live we used to live right up mm. close to one another. They made him that wow. early. Okay. And then he continued at school mm. all the plays he'd rap his part and that kind of thing. And then Clear Cut came mm. came up. They formed a band. The next thing I'm hearing <laughs> we are getting on the plane. We've won an, I don't know what award. They had to go for an African award yeah. to somewhere in North. Then they went to South Africa. <laughs> then he was singing at Big Brother in in South Africa. Okay. He's serious. This is, <laughs> but we still had one discussion. Yeah, you must have a degree. Okay, you must a have degree a degree of his choice. Of his choice. Okay, his choice. And I think what he chose was really relevant to him today. Okay, because he did communications ah. and ICT. Mm-hmm. Perfect for what he does now. Mm. He didn't do a music degree, but <laughs> hip hop doesn't <laughs> would really you, need you. Would you be have been okay with it? <laughs> well, you wouldn't have picked for him, like you said. Oh well, but I would have. I don't know. I don't know. But what he did, I was okay with. ICT is a thing. Mm. Today's thing. So I was okay with that. Um, but but I you came off as a very supporting parent to the public. You came off as somebody who was no problem. We'll bop to the song together. I will support you. And I think that gave parents a lot of you know perspective. Yes. Because they didn't see that coming. No. You know they, they thought you would be saying, "Oh God, let's oh. all pray." <laughs> So that support publicly, I think, is what made a lot of parents say. Okay. What I think of the musicians we have today, I think they should come and say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> They're a bit late with their thank yous. Eh? <laughs> I know. Yeah. They are late, but uh, certainly a lot of the mothers would even just give me a call. Yeah. Your son is singing. Yeah. Mm. My son is singing. Mm. But, yes. Mm. And it's okay. Let and no one offered, how do we help him? <laughs> No. How do we take him out of the music? Take him out? No, we never did that. We we had agreed. Mm. You get your degree, and I w- we will support your music. Right. And he had his big brother, mm. Freddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, when he came back from university, Freddie had also come back from where he was, and he managed him for a while. Oh, yeah. So Freddie was the one running around with doing uh, the business end of things. The business end, which is a very difficult work. I must say, <laughs> <laughs> poor Freddie. Anyway, um, he did that. We did that for him mm-hmm. uh, together, and uh, but I think what we didn't do for him, and his clear cut was really cool. Yep, they were so. As a group, as a mm. group, they're the ones they that did went quite to get well. awards mm. there in yep. South Africa, in 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 the the, uh, the West group Africa. was good. The group, the was, group good. was very good. So we, as parents, mm. killed that one. Really? Yes. How come though? I sent Danny off to South Africa to school. Right in the middle of clear cut. Right in the ah. middle of clear cut. So he'd come back in the holidays and then uh, the others also same. The parents, the other parents, each one went to somewhere else. The only myth stayed here. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Papita was here for a while. He's now in Tanzania. Uh JB went off back to Canada, sent back to Canada, and the other one uh Abalang was sent to Germany. So that's us scattered parents mm. scattering the band. Right. Uh I think I was Did lucky. the kids still want it and the parents I think they did. Yeah. And it was really they were so popular mm. with their generation yes, of young people. Yes. I think they would have They gone would have grown far. with an audience now. They would. Mm. They would. Mm-hmm. But luckily I think for Danny he could actually do it alone. Right. So he didn't give up. Mm. He still continued and uh, yeah. Yesterday we had a brilliant show. So he's now celebrated 20 years. 20 years, my goodness. Time flies. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> In hindsight you still have done it all over again and supported the same way? I would have supported Clearcut as well. Right. I would have. I right. Would have. If right. I had at that time even thought of I mean we had young boys mm. Each parent is worried about her child <laughs> and his child. I'll pull mine away yeah. and you pull yours. And yes, <laughs> and then we break up this band and then forget the music. And the others did forget them. Yeah, that's Apart true. Apart from the myth and Danny. Yeah. Others did. Yeah, so it's that crazy. was Navio. Oh, no. And I'm really pleased yesterday's uh, event. Mm. You know, 20 years in doing something. It was really nice how yeah. the fans all... 
came through came through mm-hmm. and uh, the show was was brilliant yeah. wow what's your fourth song choice ah yes my my livingston ah dance for a change and dance to god <laughs> yes he's quite popular as well fire fire oh custom music be fire oh we know we die It's Desert Island Discs, Levickson's Chiki Bombay. Um you said he was actually one of the performers at the show was, for 20 yes, years. Yes. Uh Dr. Magichigozio's story is um I mean, you know how they always look at people's stories and say I don't know how you do it. <laughs> you know, but I also don't know how you do it. Um especially to be in the positions that you held in the kind of work you did the hours that necessitated for you to succeed on that end you know because they always tell us you you get one and you lose one if you succeed so much at the career you lose so much at the home front if you succeed at the home front you shut down the career side right. which do you think have you done a balance of sort uh, for me there was never any question of what the balance was okay my children came first right anytime anywhere really to date wow they still come <laughs> first <laughs> wow 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 yes so uh that that has never changed mm-hmm. and uh i did many things because they were there and they needed something mm-hmm. uh, at any particular time um and yeah so i'm happy that they're happy yeah they're where they are my daughter's uh, a medical doctor mm, and not for mommy i hope no 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 <laughs> Mommy was was saying look Michelle seriously, somebody do you want to be poor <laughs> Oh my god I did I asked her do you want to be poor Yes why don't you do some of the other courses where you make loads of money And uh, no she loves her practice oh dear. she just loves her patients But you know guys listening this is the first parent who tells their child don't be a medical doctor cuz you're going to be poor <laughs> 
everyone else is saying, please be a doctor, <laughs> please be a lawyer. You know, and you're busy saying, you want to die poor? <laughs> but maybe for her, it's a passion, it's a calling, you know. It's, it's ah, But no, she also found the money. There. Yeah. See, there you, you were crying because... I nowhere to look for it. <laughs> I was working for government. <laughs> so you were saying there's no money, there's yet no somebody money. else has found it. She's found it. Yes, She's yes. a doctor and she has the money. See? <laughs> Everybody won. <laughs> Everybody won. And yeah. and so you decided to get out of the eight to five, like you were saying. Yes. Um, you left um, you, you investment authority. What year was that? I left in 2011. Oh, 2011. Um, and uh, I have land. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I did when I was still at the UIA mm. uh, to protect the land, this I'm just sharing because I know there are many people out there mm have land and uh, they're suffering because people want to take it away plant some trees that's what i did so i planted pine pine unfortunately takes about 18 years before it's ready for you to sell but it is it's now and i have 14 i have uh, 12 year old pine so soon be ready for market yeah and then eucalyptus six to eight years and you, you can sell it actually that you can sell at any point so really where I had land, my father, I'm one of the few African women who do get to inherit from their dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nowadays, I think it has changed. Yes, it yeah, has. In the past, Absolutely it was really has. hard for yeah. all the land had to go and to the, the boys. boys. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but now the girls do get, and I, I did get so. And then uh, one piece of land I had kept and said, I'm going to. Become an agriculturalist. Mm-hmm. And this was even when you were still actively working. You I said, was still actively I'll come to working, it. but I didn't have time. Uh, of course, you of course. To look after they call them. us mobile phone farmers. Yes. You call, and what have the cows done? And uh, now what? <laughs> yes, they tell you they have died. And you, what can you do? They have died. Nothing. <laughs> but now, with technology, mm. oh, agriculture is really interesting. Mm. There's so much that you can do using technology and the amount of science that has gone into it and the equipment, the kind of equipment you can get, you can buy. Um, So agriculture is actually fun. Right. So I was training the Gayaza girls Mm. just last week. Uh, (laughs) Like Not only girls, actually. Gayaza Farm Camp has boys and girls from all other schools from all over the country. Uh, they came over to visit my farm. Oh, it's really nice to have 120 young people. They're interested in agriculture, you know. We were never interested no. in agriculture. <laughs> it's the we last thing we would touch. Yeah, I yeah. never even think about. But um, life these days, you're a grandma. <laughs> yes, I'm a grandma of four. Four? My two were actually <laughs> dancing on the stage with Danny, the babies. Yeah. They're two bigger ones. Yeah. And that's that, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> they love coming over to the farm yeah. and running around, riding bikes, and they, they have a lot of fun. Yeah. So, Is uh, it more peaceful being a grandparent than a parent? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. When it's anything serious, you hand it back. Oh, wow. <laughs> this has been complicated to go to your parents. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to that many, many, many years to come. Oh, wow, many years. Yeah. In, in hindsight now, what um, would you say you have a fulfilled life? Whole life. Yes, yes. I never got married again, but uh, I, I, you know, that was a choice. Yeah, it was a choice, mm. and uh, I also have pretty high standards. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> she said it. <laughs> she said it. You weren't going to just, yeah, uh, right. Yes, um, I thought it was uh, the kids. Yeah, I thought I the kids to prioritize didn't my want children. To, yeah. Did they ever ask you why you didn't? The children get married again? No, they didn't. <laughs> they wanted you all to themselves. Like yeah, now, I get quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> They're like it's mummy and us. Yes. Yeah. My yes. mother never remarried as well, oh. and and um, I mean, I was always encouraging her to. I mean, if you see somebody you like, listen, I will not be the <laughs> the problem because yes. I was an only child, you know. So for me, it was like, listen, one day I'm gonna go away. You are going. You I've gone, gone away. away. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And for the first year after I'd, I'd gotten married, I'd say, you see. If you had somebody, it wouldn't be that bad. And she said, just have kids. Have kids and hand them to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get that that was her fulfillment and yes. I, I don't fight it. But yeah, I get what you're saying. You, did, you just didn't want to do that. No, I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't. I, I guess I had got the perfect one. 
at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, there was no way I was going to get a second chance. Chance was to be that perfect. <laughs> yeah. No. Is there a book in you, a song in you what's left to tell? Yeah, there, there are books in me. Not one. Mhm. Not one. Um one is nearly ready. Good. Um and uh then I I need to to share I have so much knowledge. Yes. So much yes. Knowledge. UAE was a It was just knowledge. Mm. You know, you know all the sectors, you know all the opportunities. Yeah. You know everything. Yeah. Uh, about everything because it, you know, business can be in any a sector. Wide, yeah. So, I need to share that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I always ask some of my guests to just share what they believe are the sort of recipes to success using your life, the things that have made it work for you. Mm. Um some of them you've touched a bit here and there but you know somebody listening who thinks okay that's the recipe for success because there's nothing that's overnight you know you don't just wake up and <laughs> things happen it's hard work yeah what would you one or two things that you would want you know people to walk away with after listening to this for me the most important is education mm-hmm. i think without minus my medical degree i don't think i would have achieved very much mm-hmm. and if, that first degree enables you to to Keep learn other things yeah. else yeah um secondly the networks uh, in my sporting career yes so the sporting career made me popular made me visible mm. um, but also gave me such contacts wow you know the tennis players that i played with the squash players table tennis they are in big positions everywhere mm. so just pick up a phone <laughs> <laughs> and somebody will will address real social you. capital real social capital <laughs> cups of tea of course can yeah. be quite useful as well so are you making friends are you giving people a call mm. are you maintaining those as much say it's one thing to make a friend out of you know whoever it is but don't make it so obvious that you all you want is to take 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 from them you know nurture yeah. The relationships like that l- lovely flower pour water onto it and one day it will blossom and look good for yes. you yes and also people seem to think mm-hmm. that you need just a certain type of people okay. who are better than you bigger mm. than you whatever in high positions that's not true mm. i get help from the most unlikely people corners of uh, you know the unlikely people so do you say good morning to mm. the security guard <laughs> at the door do you Yes. Please do. Yes. That is a person who will save your life maybe one of these days. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more than even your life. So, well, you know, just b- being friendly yes. to everybody. Yes. Uh in the office, everybody uh because you, you really to. never know. You never know. <laughs> And it's not necessary the only the big people who can only help you once in a while. Always learning, always helping. Okay. Yeah. And that really is you. <laughs> You're not mentioning it. That's totally you. That's totally always me. helping. Yes. I, I wow. Do. I do. I am helpful. Wow. I, I try to be. At times you when are. I can't. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for telling your story or allowing us in. Um that book Now we're going to hold you to it because yes. now you've told us. Yes. <laughs> so coming. now so now we'll, we'll always uh, you know hound you but uh, thank you so much for giving us insight into your story. What's our final song? You must play me Jogeresa. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Dr. Magachigozi. That's it for Desert Island Disc. You can catch this and any of the past episodes on podcast or anywhere you get podcast. It's Capital FM Uganda. Good night. <laughs> Higher. You know that I can take you higher. 
Days and nights, I'll be there for the coldest one. A day in the life, you remain the chosen one. Through my pain and strife, you were supposed to come, but you are close enough. You are close to none. Jogereza, 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 kawala kumbuku. Jogereza, kawala kegomye. Katula beti ba buye bilaka. Jogereza, jogereza. Jogereza kawala kumbuku. Jogereza kawala kegomye. Katula beti ba buye bilaka. Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.